to the Womanly Shit Podcast, where the CEO and you is off the clock. Off the clock. Hosted by the epic, feminine, conscious business coach, April Franks, and her guest co-host. Yeah. Tune in to real-life, womanly discussions about shit that matters outside of building brands, profits, and social media presence. We encourage all your womanly topics about all the things that matter to you once you close that laptop. And just as a disclaimer, we curse a lot. <laughs> Here's April. You heard her. Welcome to the Womanly Ship Podcast with your amazing host, April Frank, and our beautiful guest co-host today, my best friend, BFF, bestie, whatever title she gave me, Sunita Wells of SunitaWells.com and Twice the Love Story. You can follow her all the places, all the things are in the show notes. Sunita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, best friend, for having me. I appreciate you. Appreciate being here. Yeah. We're going to get into this womanly shit in a minute, but listen, I just have to tell you, thank you so much for all of the love you all have been giving us, all of the amazing reviews you have been giving us. Keep those five-star reviews coming. This is definitely the place where you are off the clock, where we are talking about real womanly shit. So, Sunita, let's get into it. Yes, ma'am. How did we meet? Who wants to tell the story? How did we meet? Well, <laughs> you know, back in the day... So far away. You know, has it has really been over a decade. Have you really I just thought about that? It's 2006. I thought we met. I know, but I'm like, Jaylee's gonna be, which is my granddad, she's gonna be 12. She wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So interesting. But yeah, of course, we met at, at our old life in real estate. <laughs> our, yes. That doesn't exist anymore. Is this um, your apartment? I want an apartment. Um, okay. She came to the apartment complex. I want to rent an apartment. I was like, okay, well, we can get you an apartment, girl. Yeah, we laughed about that forever. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, that's how we met. And then, you know, we had our own ventures and all that stuff. And and we're not glazing over ventures, bitch. We're explaining the story. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I was trying to get to the thing. I was was trying to get to the woman and shit. (laughs) And blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And we best friends and here we are. What a woman and shit. Listen, so I'll start. So this is a a signature part of the show um, because I think it's important that you all know how women are connected and that we, I didn't just find these random women off the streets. These women uh, mean something to me. Either I am personally connected to them and, or I admire the work that they do and, or both. So I think I was broke in 2000. (laughs) Uh, I went bankrupt in 2007, eight ish. And I, I got this, uh, real estate contract Mm -hmm. and Sunita and I were real estate, real estate agents in this office in St. Louis when I lived in St. Louis. And I just remembered, she was like the only person I remembered from this real estate office. Mm -hmm. And, And we weren't really friends, but we were friendly. We knew each other. And I called her and I was like, Hey, this is where you pick up friend. You want to make $10,000 in like, like 30 days. I was like, is it legal? <laughs> like, let me know. And you were like, yes, of course it's legal. I'm like, okay, where we going? What we doing? What's happening? Right, right. So I drove my Monte Carlo, my, that my ex-husband <laughs> still has for, I have no reason why. Yeah, Monte Carlo. Okay. And um, I, I drove from Atlanta to St. Louis, picked up Sunita, mm-hmm. and we had this contract in Lawton, Oklahoma. Yes, we and 
Benjamin Louise. Yes, we was rolling out and we didn't have all the answers. We didn't have a website. We didn't, we, all we had was skills and we knew we were going to make some money within 30 right. days. Right. And that 30 days turned into what? Two and a half years. Right. <laughs> for me, it turned into two and a half years for me being in Oklahoma. Yes. You ended up doing some all kind of other stuff in Oklahoma. Yes. And while we were in Lawton, we were definitely, I would say, like we the real housewives. Okay. We were, they called us ATL STL because okay. I had came from Atlanta. Yeah. Sunita was living in St. Louis. So it was ATL STL. Successful, beautiful black women in Lawton, Oklahoma. Literally, okay. no offense to no one in Lawton, but y'all know ain't shit there. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> but the base. Okay. We walked in and they be like, huh, who, who these women? <laughs> who these women? <laughs> So needless to say, uh, we had a lot of fun in Lawton and um, much of it um, will we'll die with those stories. Yeah. So <laughs> this is womanly shit, but okay. All right. We'll, we'll die with some of those stories. So what new shit is going on in your world? Well, you know, I just celebrated one year of rekindled marriage. Okay. The same man. <laughs> I'm happy while I was a fool and married him twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, we just celebrated one year this year. When? When was the anniversary? January the 8th. Oh, that's right. The real marriage. <laughs> Fucking B-I-T-C-H. Do we have to go there, man? Let me tell me. So, let no, we do, actually. So, let me tell y'all what this effort did. So, I can talk to her like this because I'm the best friend. <laughs> so, we literally, okay. So, you know, of course. I knew her when I was, I was celebrating the first wedding that the first marriage that they had. And this was in what year was that? And, and, and divorce. Right. Um, and divorce. <laughs> the first time around. Um, what? I don't, 2008. Okay. So, they, so I knew her then, right. Of course. So celebrated that saw, you know, what happened with the divorce, they got divorced. And then me and her lived a very nice, you know, single and non-married life for a, a long time. So her Emily, separated divorced for how many years 12 10 legally divorced for 10 years 10 years okay and then she calls me and she's like you're never gonna guess who i ran into oh at a club right yes i was i was on air personality at the club and so i'm at the club doing my thing on the microphone of course he's a dancer i see him and i just go to say hi i'm like you know because of course i always thought the man was fine so i see him i'm like the man is fine now let's don't get twisted hey daddy you know, let me just say hi. You know, I go to say hi. And then I get a text, uh, not a text, because we hadn't been connected. I got a Facebook message and said, can I just talk to you for an hour? It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, hey, what's going on in the down in the DMs? <laughs> it goes down in the DMs, boo-boo. But so, yeah, we talked for the hour. And then I was ending a horrible other relationship uh, with someone else. And he was single. And so we talked and we just rekindled that whole situation. It was a whole thing. It was, she's glazing over lots of things. Y'all are going to have to follow twice the love story on TikTok to hear all the stories. Okay. But just know that, you know, we was, I was excited about it. I was like, oh my God, because I'm all about you know, you know, I love love. I love relationships. I love sex. I love all the things. And so, yeah. So um, congratulations on your one year again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah. that's some really good shit. That's some really good shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They cute or whatever. 
Hey girl, I don't know if you've heard, but Epic Woman is happening in Dallas, Texas, April 28th through the 30th. I am so excited to be producing my 10th annual conference, Epic Woman. And there we're going to get down and dirty about the one thing that will make or break your business. And that is you. There is a safe space for you where you're going to be encouraged, inspired, because I want you to show up as the behind the scenes version of yourself, that real self, that self that your clients and your future clients are waiting to show up and waiting to rise. Because let me tell you something, putting on a fake face to appease the people online has been messing with women's brands since I've been online for the past 10 years. It impacts your growth, your happiness, and your profits. And that's no longer necessary. So I'm asking you this year to choose you and book your ticket by going to Epic woman.co. It's time that you fearlessly embody your femininity and your profitability. Back to the show. So today our womanly matter just came in. I have it pulled up on my screen. This is from anonymous, but it does say, it says, how do you want to be addressed? It says anonymous. And then it says type the first name or IG handle below if you want us to use it on the air. And it says Flossie. So Flossie is what this person wants to be called. It says oral sex can be very fulfilling, but sometimes not good at all. As if the man is quickly licking the sticky off candy paper. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I feel like that why felt like no more wire hangers. (laughs) Okay. So men, okay, so here's the thing, ladies, here's, here's what I want to say, because basically she's complaining. She, she sounds like she, Flossie has a man Mm -hmm. and, and he's not, he's not meeting her needs. So Mm -hmm. Sunita, um, what you got? Well, Flossie, somebody ain't flossing right. Um, (laughs) man, listen, oral sex is such a vital part for women because most of us do not have an orgasm with the penis okay let's just tell the truth most of most of us don't not all of us but most women really need the oral sex so that we can get to the orgasm and if you're licking it like you are licking sticky candy off a paper wrap just just, what does that even look like like Oh my God. Did everyone just try that? Do it. Your tongue is getting stuck at some point. It's like, sir, I need you to act like this is freaking ground. This is like, uh, what was hamburger helper? Heaven. This is heaven. And you just made it and you going through the pearly gates and it's, (laughs) you own the gold brick roads. It's the best time of your fucking life. Yes. You know what I think? I think that why that happens a lot of times is because I think, first of all, I do believe some men are lazy and they just don't know your body, right? And I think we have to remember that we've been having sex, many of us, for a long time. And what works for one partner and what gets one partner off isn't the same thing that gets another partner off. So for maybe the woman he was with before, maybe she liked it look like that. So I think we have to be be better at, we are so great. You know what we're great at, Sunita? What's that? Protecting the male ego. Oh my God. Yeah, that is very true because we don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to make them feel like they're inadequate. We don't want them to, you know, just feel any type of certain way because their egos are so sensitive. They want us to tell the truth and be aggressive. And, you know, I like, you know, dominant women and, you know, speak your mind. And then when we do, I think women do one of two things. Either we lay it on too thick (laughs) 
where we cut them off at the balls and be like, you can't, you ain't licking this right. Or we don't say anything at all, right? And uh, it, it doesn't serve either one of us. So I think women do need to speak up more about what they need and what they want and how they want to feel. And then I think sometimes we just get tired of teaching. Go ahead. <laughs> so I agree with you. I think that, but but here's the thing. I, I get that we get tired of teaching and, and it's true. However, and, but, and also, <laughs> girl, it's your responsibility to make sure that you come. Yeah. Yeah, it is your responsibility to make sure that you come and however that needs to happen. If you need to explicit words coming, explicit words coming, explicit words coming. So for all of you saints out there, mm -hmm. okay, this is the womanly shit show. The disclaimer says explicit. So get ready. But if you have to, if you have to fuck his face. Mm. Or if you, you have to ride him so you can get it, if you have to add in a toy, if you have to whatever you need to do, but, 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 and you need to be communicating. This mm -hmm. is what I like. And here's what, here's a good way. I think that women and men, cause I know there's some men who snuck up in here. I know it. I know y'all sneaking in here every single Listen, every week day up in here, but you also want to create an environment where both of you can do that for one another. Cause don't think just because you're giving him head that that's the best head he's ever had in the world because there's yeah. things we can be improving upon too. So instead of making this a, he ain't doing it right, let's just have an exploratory body session. Let's just sit in the bed, totally butt naked. Yeah. Let's blindfold each other. Let's touch the whole body like this and ask questions. Does yeah. this feel good? Does yeah. that feel good? Do you like this? Do you want more of that? Instead of feeling like, we're supposed to know each other's bodies just yeah. because you have a dingaling and I have a vagina. Like what there, there is no reason why you would know if we're not having the conversation because all you're bringing is all your past lover experiences to me. And I might not be into that shit. Right. And how about we have the conversation outside of the bedroom? Can we, you know, yes. the mood, we're just sitting there having a little, you know, chill time. Can we have the conversation about you know, how we're feeling uh, sexually, are we being pleased? You know, one thing my husband and I do, we check in. We have this check-in where we, you know, how are you feeling today? What is going on? What can I do to improve this, that, and third? You know, so we have these conversations. And I think that sometimes we, like you said, we're so busy protecting the ego that we don't want to have these conversations, but it is vitally important, especially us women, you know, now that we are, a lot of us are finding our voices, you know, yes. we are showing up for ourselves versus, you know, what somebody else want for us or what the man want for us that um, you communicate. And it doesn't need to be in that moment because that can make him feel inadequate in that moment. And so awkward, about, right. Yeah. How, how about we communicate this during other times where we're not even having sex? Yes. I love that. I love that idea because I think just normalizing, how do I, how do you, because each one of us, and this is my belief, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not your your partner's responsibility to satisfy you. I know everyone thinks it is, but it's really not. <laughs> your sole responsibility is to make sure that you are satisfied and to engage in relationships and activities that are aligned with that. Yeah. And so, and that means as a grown up, we got to tell people, yeah. this is what I like. I don't like when you do that, actually. Like, I, I don't want you to put your finger in my butt when you're doing this. I don't want you to- 
You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to do X. I don't want you to slap me that hard. I mean, choke me. I mean, you know, rub me. I don't want you. (laughs) But I do want you to do this. Yes. No, I guess. You know, you know. And I think too, how we say things, I love, I really enjoy communicating with men because over the years and Sunita, she says this all the time. She's like, you're so good with stroking the male ego. And, and I really, I really enjoy it. And I enjoy it because again, you get more sugar with sugar than you do with shit. And so how you talk to a man can really impact how his receptiveness yeah. to feedback instead of him feeling criticized. And I get it, right? It's like, well, can't I just say you ain't eating it right? It's like, no, no, don't yeah. say that. Don't say that like that because you don't want him to say, this is the worst head I ever had. True. You don't want him to say, you know, uh, Mary Ann, when she was doing it, her technique was way better than your technique. Like you would, you would, you would also feel inadequate yes. if yeah. a man said that to you or he said, you know, I don't, I don't like how, I don't like how, how your vj smells mm. i don't like how you taste yeah. like what you've been eating what's in your diet like yeah. so we really do we all are sensitive about all that kind of stuff you know you don't want him saying i don't like your stretch marks i don't like this or that i don't right. like the extra you know and so i think we really do have to be delicate on both sides in that situation because we we have to ensure that our needs are met so sunita yes very good point very good points i love that when it comes to then because I think what a lot of women, because she's she moved us right into a sex talk. And I think for me, I hadn't, I don't know when I really discovered, no, you know what? When I really started to discover my body was, I believe after I had a hysterectomy in 2013. Mm, okay. Like, I think honestly, it was, it's so seemingly crazy that that was when I really got to know my vagina better. Mm-hmm. Was after that specific surgery because I had felt so disconnected from it before when did you feel like you was really connected to like I know her and I even feel like now I'm still getting to know her I and very good what I think and and it's so strange that you said that because I just had two womanly procedures Mm. um, and ablation because I was bleeding half to death too and then I had to have a utero um for my my um, bladder procedure right Mm -hmm. And so I agree with you. It's like when you're having issues with your womanly parts in your body, you don't feel connected. You like, cause you're so worried about what's happening, what's going on, that you really don't take that time. And since I've had those procedures, I so agree with that. It's like those worries are off the table. So I can focus now more on, you know. Pleasure. How, yes, how's she feeling? You know, and then you pay attention to things more. Like if there's a, a odor that's not supposed to be there or it's it's not as juicy as it's, as it's supposed to be, you can pay attention to yeah. those types of things versus the, the problem, right? So I have really just recently, and honey, I am 48 years old, okay? And you think when you're younger that you, you know, you just want this big dick pumping you and beating your vagina up, but you really don't. You want somebody that's going to take their time. Yes. You have learned to... Um, I'm um, just a disclaimer. Not everyone wants a, a big dick beating it up, but when some people do. When you're in your twenties, you be just on that big thing. Okay, I don't care what you talking about. <laughs> when you're in your twenties, you be like, "Yes, bang my back out." But when you get, because <laughs> you don't know no better. But when you get older, for all of our young listeners, just know this: what you want today, yes, is not gonna be what you want. 
tomorrow. But when you get older, you really do just feel yourself. You feel your body. You feel like a woman. You feel mm. like oh, this is how I'm supposed to be. Okay, don't it just make you just, just yes, like it, like hmm. But you just feel those type of things, and so you have to learn your body. And and yeah, it is amazing how after those procedures, I really was like more focused on my vagina. Yes, like just the pleasure of it. So for me, I started squirting after I started squirting. Yeah, we just went right to squirting. Okay. Um, <laughs> because literally after um, I started having those procedures or after I had the hysterectomy, I was more lubricated. Mm-hmm. I felt more sexual. And I had an interview. You guys can catch the interview I did. With, not the interview, but the show we did with Brooke. Castillo and she said she's about to be 50 and she feels more sexually aroused like now more than she ever did and for me honestly I'm 45 right now at this taping and I feel the same way and I think we're expecting our partners whether it's male or female to know our bodies and we don't even know our bodies we're saying I just learned this 10 years ago yes yes and it's no wonder why women are so unsatisfied sexually because we're also disconnected and while still commanding desiring our partners to be connected to us and it's like all of its energy and it, it really does make a difference I think yeah. and I'm looking forward to the best sex, the best sex of my life over the next forever <laughs> over the next <laughs> Okay, but it you know have have you ever heard that when you're younger, uh, you, the older women would say you ain't gonna know sex until after you're forty. Once you turn forty, and it's something really about the magical number of forty. Yes, it, it is really a magical number. Um, you be like, yes, I really want, and and you know people have it in their mind that we be too old to have sex. You know, like you you y'all should get Child, the please. Out of here. Yeah, get the, your parents is fucking. Just know yeah. that. Yes. Okay. 40, yes. 50, 60. They're out here fucking. Yes. Yes. You know, I did a show with, I think it was Shalene Johnson, and she mentioned that the highest rate of STDs is people in senior no. care facilities. <laughs> yes. Okay. They are out there slinging their dingalings everywhere okay. and not giving no dams about it. Okay. <laughs> they like, we, we look, we've lived our time, so we're going to live it fun. <laughs> okay, but for younger women, just know that your your best time, your best life is going to start hitting you when you get to that 40. Yes, for sure. I love it. So Flossie, mm-hmm. communicate gently with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure in that communication and in that exploration, you're going to learn some things that he's going to want from you as well. And he's going to learn from you. And that's going to balance that situation out. And I think it's going to feel good for everybody. And then girl, give us an update, girl, because I want to know. Did he get it? Did he get it together? Okay, did he get it together? He moved from the candy wrapper to, I don't know, something else. Heaven. Okay. (laughs) Please keep us updated. I I really want to. Listen, and here's the thing. If, let's say, let's say he likes, I don't know, um, pick something, uh, chocolate pudding. Okay. If you need to put some chocolate pudding, I don't know if that's healthy. So any of you OBGYNs, <laughs> but they have body, they have body 
syrups and body things that are edible and all of that. So check with your doctor if you need to. And I mean, maybe he can maybe put some candy on it and that'll help him. Just a little drop. You know, <laughs> yeah, you gotta put it all around. Give him some encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> like, baby, you, you want these pineapples? <laughs> Here's one. And so... And that concludes the Womanly Matter segment of today's show. And if you have a Womanly Matter that you'd like us to give you a little cheeky girlfriend ask advice on, please, all you have to do is go to womanlyshit.com and you can submit anonymously or not so anonymously. And we would love to commentate on it. So go to womanlyshit.com for all the things. Coming up next, Sunita is going to spill the tea. Speaking of womanly shit matters, honey, where is yours? If you have a womanly shit matter that you'd like to have featured on the show anonymously or not, we would love to have it. All you have to do is go to womanlyshit.com and we will be more than happy to review your womanly matter and it might get chosen for a future episode. So all you have to do is click the link, fill out the details, tell us the story, honey, okay? Don't give us no topics. We don't need topics. We want the tea so we can give you some proper advice, some really nice girlfriend-esque advice between myself, my co-hosts, and our audience. We can't wait to hear it. Back to the show. Now it's time for us to spill the tea. So, Cindy, what tea you got? What's happening? What tea do I have? What we spilling tea on? What I, I mean, what, 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 I don't know. This 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 your business. <laughs> my business. It's, it could be your tea or it could be tea in the past. It could be, you know, yeah. just don't get yourself, don't self-incriminate, you know. <laughs> well, this is what this is one of the things that I wanted to share. And it ain't even my tea, so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh be you know anonymous with the tea, but we talking about let's talk about a quick relationship, right? Okay. And uh, I have a friend that was in this long term relationship and just decided to end the relationship. And what was interesting about it is that it ended, you know, amicably, but it ended because she got to a place of finding herself. Like he came into mm. her life, you know that you know uh, a lifetime, you know what's the thing. Uh, a lifetime, a, a, a moment, a lifetime or whatever. He came into her life at a time where she really needed someone, right? And seven years later, she don't need him anymore. And it is just interesting the, the evolution that she's had about this situation, about even though she loved him dearly, it was like that time was up. You know, that time was up. And it's just a matter of how women, we think that somebody is, you know, forever, somebody is supposed to, you know, uh, be there to fulfill you, but you have to get to a point where you can fulfill yourself. And it was just so interesting having that conversation about her being fulfilled herself. Like I no longer need this crutch. So Mm -hmm. now I'm able to be happy with me. Yes, I think. And I think what's happening is Sunita out here spilling other people's tea, but we're going to talk about that on another episode. Okay. I had <laughs> so what's interesting is I think we are evolving to this place where now we have access to so much information and support that our mothers didn't have. Yeah. So our healing looks very different. They were in survival and we were in survival for a very long time. And so I believe there have been so many 
relationships, people getting together just because we thought we were supposed to be. Yes. And we thought we had to be. And so then now I'm broken, you broken, we broken together, trying to make something, trying to trying to create the the some version of the Huxtables. Right. And then we get into the space where now we're evolving as people. And women are very much seekers. We want to feel good. We want to be well. And I think that's why we see this acceleration of women with healing. And I think that's why now men are also getting um, access to that and being open to it. And so it's no surprise to me, honestly, that there are so many women that are having the same revelation that this other friend is having, Mm -hmm. that you're really not the same human that you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your needs are different. And And I think people are breaking up. And I know this is definitely true for me and my ex-husband because the version of me that you need me to be, I'm no longer her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That her, that her is gone. That her, that her died. And so I think for your friend that her, like, she's like, I'm I'm not her anymore. And he needed her to be that same version in order for that to work. Exactly. Exactly. I just, I just made a post about that. Um, Probably not the time of this taping, but I made a post about that. It's okay. It's okay to be a different person. You know, you're not the person that you decided you were was years ago. And now years later, you're not that person. And it's okay. And it's okay. I love it so much. Listen, it's always so fun to connect. I really hope and pray that you all got something great out of this episode because there are so many, there's so much growth out there available for us. And I really believe it is our job to just find and be happy. How can you be happier? Because I think for so long survival, I mean, and it's true, especially for Black people, people of color and women coming off of so much injustice and inequality. And still there is injustice and inequality in many ways. And there's a lot of growth and evolution in many ways. And I think we're coming off of that. And now we're just like, yo, I, I, don't, I don't have, I, I'm on the second half of life. Period, sis. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I say that. I am not. I say it all the time. I am, and, and this may sound crazy, but it's the truth. I am closer to my death than I am to my birth. And in this second half of my life, I'm going to live it and have fun and not give no dams about it. So whatever you thought I was 20 years ago, I'm not that. Hell, whatever you thought I was last week, I have, I have permission to choose myself. Mm-hmm. And something precious Biving said, to my mastermind recently was you should go on a disappointment tour. Mm. We are so concerned about not disappointing people that we are our own martyrs in our life. Mm. I don't want to disappoint my kids, my spouse. I want to, you know, because there's things you want to do, but you're so afraid of disappointing others that you literally will just not be satisfied and live in dissatisfaction for so long. Yes that you like, you don't even know who you are. And so I'm team that. So if you need to, whatever boundary and expression and truth you need to tell, because what she said to them was, it's not your job that they're disappointed or not. That's their choice. Your job is to be honest and to communicate. Yes. And people get to choose what they do with that information. Yes, absolutely. And that's where we are. Women, we're just taking a stand. And black women are taking a stand too. And it's really great to see. So if you're taking a stand for your life, please leave us a review and let us know what that is. Let us know how this show resonated with you. Make sure that you connect with Sunita all over the place. Just Google her, honey. Okay. All her details are in the show notes. 
This inspo moment is brought to you by Good Karma Decor. You can be bossy and quiet. You can be sexy and shy. You can be bold. You can be every color in the rainbow. You can be feminine and embrace the masculine. You can be messy and dressy. You have the freedom to be whatever the hell you want. And you still can be seen, heard, and felt. Back to the show. Thanks, goodkarmadecor.com. Sunita, any closing words for our listeners before you go? I just want to say women, you know, I read this brother's message on uh, social media, of course, and he simply said that now women are at a point where we actually have to like the men. You know, we actually, it's not about because we have to be like our mothers and grandmothers. We actually have to like you. But more importantly, women, you have to like and love yourself first. Stop being so dependent. That is what, you know, I am a woman first is all about. Womanly shit is all about. It's stop being so dependent on someone else's like or love for you. You start with you first and everybody else will fall in line. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen that snuck in, this has been another episode of Womanly Shit where we are CEOs off the clock with my beautiful guest co-host and best friend, Sunita Wells. You can follow her all over the place, sunitawells.com. And make sure you check out Twice the Love Story on TikTok so you can see her love story. Sunita, thank you so much. And we will see y'all on the next episode. Ta-ta. Thanks for tuning in, boo-boo. Do April a huge favor and leave a review telling her what resonated with you most in this episode. Until next time, connect with her on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. Each platform has a different vibe, so tread lightly. <laughs> Warning. Until next week, remember to fill your cup first. Because if your cup isn't full, you can't afford to pour into anyone else. Yes. Womanly Shit, Womanly Shit Podcast.